That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. Greetings from Podcastville. It is Saturday, February 17th, 2024. Springtime, birds are chirping if you got an imagination. Hope everybody's having a good day. Today I had the opportunity to talk to my friend, Mr. Shannon Center. And uh, we had a little chat. I know it's been a while since I've done one of these podcasts. But uh, this is the start. Another start of another round of good old podcasts. So, yeah, we just have a little conversation, chop it up, and uh, I hope you all enjoy. Yeah. Oh, that's right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right next to where Alejandro was? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, two streets up from him. Okay. Yep. And... Uh, you might as well go check out that pond. They dug it out. Like, it got dry, completely dry. Then oh, they, really? Yep. Then they dug it out, and then now it, it rained a lot, and so it filled back up. Did they restock it, you think? I don't know if they restocked I would imagine they did, because I've seen uh, two cars out there that people were out there fishing. So okay. I would imagine they did. It, it went completely dry? Yeah, completely dry. Really? They had a dozer down there, and they had piles and piles of dirt where they, they dug it out. To what? Make it deeper? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. Hopefully, there were, dude, you ever fished out there? No, I'm not a big fisherman. I need to. There are some good bass out there, man. There's some solid bass out there. Yeah? I mean, I, every, I mean, the last time I went, I got skunked, but there were times when I was going out there in summer and in like 30 minutes, just catching three or four bass in 30 minutes. When we first moved here in 2020, we moved here in June of 2020, and I have a buddy I used to work with from Georgia. I brought him down with me. He was helping me move. He's a big fisherman, and he was catching all kinds of shit in that pond. Like, he loved it. Uh-huh. Like, he's he still talks about it. Like, he, he, I don't know, he just loves Texas, period, but he liked fishing that pond. Did you move here from Georgia? No. I, I moved here from um, a little town called Bremont, Texas. It's in between... Waco and uh, College Station. Okay. Dead in between there. But we only lived there for four years. And before that, uh, I lived in Cleveland, Texas all my life. That's where you're from? Mm-hmm. Where's Cleveland, Texas? It is north of Houston, about 40 miles, just straight up 50 miles. F- 59, 40 miles straight up from Houston. Okay. Little, it used to be a little country town, only 7,000 people, but got a little bigger. I think they're, we were a 3A, <clears throat> now they're a 6A. Like I graduated from 2001. 3A. Now they're 6A. It's crazy the growth they had over there. So how many uh, kids were in your high school graduating class? 120. Oh wow. Yeah. I think there was like 500 in mine or something like that. Yeah, that's Bethany. She went to Seguin. She had the same thing, like 500 people. I was like, I, I can't imagine. That's a yeah, lot of people. It's funny because I can't imagine only 120. You know. Yeah. You know everybody. You know everybody's story. Like uh-huh. uh, their parents probably know you better than you know i mean it's a it's a small town feel for sure it was pretty cool how'd you grow up 
you grow like a you're like a ranch hand type of kid or no man um just we were so we lived on five acres it was me my cousin lived next door and then my grandparents lived like across the way we were all in this like five acre compound dead end road in the middle of nowhere out in the sticks so me and my cousin we were were 16 days apart and we would go out in the woods like it's pretty much one of those situations where you come back in the house when the porch light comes on yeah mm -hmm. so we didn't we didn't have tv back then like we didn't there's no internet obviously we just we played outside we had four wheelers we did outside shit that's what we did all day all day long yeah horses or anything any no, livestock no but there were horses and cows that our neighbor he was a big rancher or whatever that's what he did <coughs> so yeah i was my cousin chose like he got into meth and so that's what he did Damn. and i graduated i got a football scholarship to a d3 college in missouri so me and six of my friends actually got to go to the same college oh shit it was fun and um four of us we had a dorm together it was me my other cousin and uh, two of my other friends, we had a dorm together, the biggest dorm on campus. I don't know how the hell we got it, but it was it was cool. I only stayed a semester though. Why is that? I don't know. College just wasn't for me. Um, I was too far from home, and then I don't know. When I came back from college after a semester, I started my own business. So at 20 years old, I started a, a drywall business. My dad was a painter. I worked with him every summer since I was like 12 years old. I mean, that's what I had to do. When I'm done with school, I go paint. Mm -hmm. And um, he gave me an opportunity. He goes, hey, why don't you um, come texture this house? And I didn't know nothing about texturing houses, but he bought me a little texture machine. And a hopper? A little hopper, yep. And I, I textured my first house and I, I made good money to be 20 years old. And he's like, well, do a few more and we'll see if we can't get you some contracts and I did and that hopper turned into like a big texture machine on a trailer and to where I could just put you know a pallet of mud in there and just be done with it and then just go out and spray a house or whatever and I started to end up getting contracts from Tilson Homes and I, I did that for about nine years and my dad worked for two contractors painting for Tilson Homes I ended up working for four and so it was kind of like a competition in between us, but I mean, we, we stayed busy. I had another cousin of mine, an older cousin. He's like eight years older than me. Uh, he worked with me and me and him, we just, we went out from daylight to dark, just texturing houses, knocking out, making money. Wow. It was pretty cool. Did that until about 2008 when the economy started going bad and I just, I needed more money, I guess. And so, uh, I started working on the oil rig in West Texas. Okay. So I did that for about a year. And that was really the first job I've ever had. Like, not working for myself, not working for my dad. And I was good at it. I moved up in ranks fast. Because it's, it's one of those, put your head down and just go to work. What did you do in the oil rig? Uh, I started out at the bottom. I was just like a floor hand. And we made connect, you know, because they're drilling down. And we, you make connections or whatever, and then you clean the rig, and you, I don't know, just random stuff. Pick uh -huh. up trash. I mean, you, you, you're the grunt. I worked my way up to Motorman, which is they take care of all the motors. They 
do maintenance and stuff like that and you're in charge of the floor hands so i had a little little power i guess over me then i moved up to a dairy can yeah see ya later and that's you get on top of the derrick 90 foot in the air and you start pulling back pipe when they take the pipe out of the ground so that's uh -huh. pretty cool and then i left that and then i went to union pacific i was a conductor for them oh shit you was it a train conductor <laughs> yep oh shit yep so I, I actually moved to arkansas for a year to take that job little, little rock arkansas and you want to talk about a pretty place Arkansas is pretty. They have a ton of hiking. Really? All their state parks are free. So when I was off, that's what me and Bethany and my daughter did. We would just go hiking all the time. It, I'm talking about beautiful mountains. It was gorgeous. It was really cool up there. So yeah, I did that for about a year. Went back to the oil rig and uh, I did that for another year. I went back to Union Pacific, but this time was in Beaumont, Texas. Okay. Did that for about a year. And then um, after that, I, I started doing what I'm doing now, working on high voltage transformers. Uh -huh. I've traveled the world for about 10 years, and I saw, I've, I've been everywhere, all over the lower 48. <clears throat> what, what, as a, as a conductor, what is your, um, like what are you, doing while you're because once that train's going right mm -hmm. what what are you doing in the time that the the train is just moving along the tracks is it where you have to be vigilant during the job or you you did you did and you would have to talk to dispatch because you, so you got signals out there kind of like you do out here on the okay. roadways and you, ha you gotta keep you gotta call out the signals because the engineer is the one that's driving the train I'm just doing everything else. Okay. I'm hooking up cars. I'm dropping them off. Uh, if we got going to siding, I gotta let the engineer know. I gotta talk to dispatch. I gotta fill out all this paperwork. You gotta you gotta stack of paperwork before you even get on the train and go. <clears throat> and then uh, you can only work. Man, I, I think it's 12 hours or 11 and a half or something like that. And then I don't care where you're at in the country. You have to stop and pull over in siding, and they gotta switch crews because. You cannot work a minute over twelve hours. Really? Yeah, they were pretty strict about that. You ever fall asleep on like while the trains? Because <sighs> yeah, like, you know, like with an airplane pilot, like those guys when they're up there, they take turns and you know they can put the planes on cruise control basically. Yeah. Where the plane's flying itself and they can just relax. The only time you could take a nap out there is when you pulled over and so Amtrak and intermodal trains and high priority trains. You, if you're not on a high priority train and one of them's passing you or whatever, you have to get in the siding and wait on them. And if it's Amtrak, they could be, I don't know, 25 miles down the line or something. And they want to make sure your mile long train is out of the way. So you got to find a siding somewhere and wait. Oh, and you okay. can take naps then. Mm. And, then and then you'll get a signal to go. And if you fall asleep, the dispatcher get on there like, hey, you know, UP, whatever, you, uh, you got a green light, you're, you're good to go. But yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely a cool job. Only thing, you're on call 24/7, no matter what, and you could get a call at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, you gotta, you know, meet up. You're 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 doing this or whatever. So, you like that job? It it was fun. Um, I gained a lot of weight doing that. Really? Yes, because it's it's a lot of sitting on your dead ass. Mm. So. You ever have any inter interesting stories about the trains getting jumped or anything like that? Yeah, like well, there's a. 
What, what were you? What were you moving? Chinese people in them cargo cars. <laughs> what were you moving across the country? Uh, it could be anything. Uh, so in Little Rock, you could go to uh, Missouri. You could go down to Longview, Texas, Monroe, Louisiana, Van Buren, Arkansas, or Memphis, Tennessee. I think is the five places we went to, and I went on all of those as a new conductor just to get my feel. And I will say, when we're down in um, Monroe, Louisiana, and we were coming out of a train yard, we got shot at. Oh shit! Like they started shooting at our window, and the engineer didn't even flinch. I was like, Are I was, they bulletproof? Yeah. Oh okay. I was like, Are we getting shot at? He goes, Yeah. He goes, It's it's you're you're fine. And so I had to call a dispatcher, and I was like, Hey, I just want to let you know we were getting shot at in Monroe, Louisiana, coming out of the train yard. Okay, thanks for letting us know. I, I guess it was typical. I, I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. What are what are in your train cars? What what are you hauling uh, man, transporting? I, I don't know a lot. Most of them are closed and locked. And if it's we did a lot of intermodal trains, so it had the cars on there. We would take those to uh, Memphis. There's a big yard in Memphis. Oh, you had <coughs> cars like actual cars. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Taking them to like from the you know Ford place or whatever taking them to Memphis and then they would get dispersed out to different dealerships from there oh okay <clears throat> but moving freight on a train is probably the cheapest way to go like um you you can call you can haul anything and it, it's it's cheaper and it's more fuel efficient and better uh -huh. for the economy to use a train because they're they don't use that much diesel compared to a you know, a, a, a truck or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I can tell you another story. Yeah, please. I was in a yard in uh, North Little Rock, Arkansas. Brand new, maybe second day out there. Like second day out on the job. Uh, after after training, you started. It was like six months of training in in the classroom, and then out on the job, you're like the third person out there to get on site training to see how it is. So I was the third person, and my job was just to kind of sit back and watch. It's, lady was giving hand signals and there was a guy driving or maybe it was vice versa or whatever it was but anyway they were just backing up an engine on a track that dead end okay and he was sitting he was sitting there saying stop giving the signals and i'm over there like this this lady is not stopping uh -huh. and she did not stop and it it busted that tank and five thousand gallons of diesel fuel Holy it was like, shit! It was like a the dam broke at a lake. It's just it went everywhere. Really? It, and it was on, crazy. onto what though? Just like onto the ground. But is there a lot of open land around, or is there buildings, or what? What? It, it was. It was just. It was other train tracks. It was just. Okay. Just a lot of open land, and it was. It was a big deal. Like hazmat came out. There's a big deal. Oh really? And uh, you. You almost can't get fired out there at the railroad it's it's almost impossible because i've heard stories of people that go out there they got uh reefer cars that's refrigerated they keep meat in there they stole all kinds of meat and they got them on camera doing it this uh -huh. is up employees and they just basically got time off without pay and they brought them back like two months later interesting yeah it was i mean it was crazy it was it was union it was crazy it was on call 24 7 like i said there's no physical you can't you can't really have a life uh-huh and but people that retire they don't have they have like a 
a railroad retirement and it's awesome and they when they retire they they make more money than they make while they're working so why'd you decide to get out of there man i just didn't i didn't want that life i didn't want to be on call 24 7 uh-huh. I, I just didn't want it and so i yeah I, I had to find something else wow and the the traveling i liked it at first i did it for 10 years the traveling was fun because i we we've been to some cool places at my previous job but it come to a point like i'll I'll be 41 next month and the traveling had to stop so back in november of last year i got a job with pec so Uh i work four tens monday through thursday that's it yeah you don't got to travel anymore too no so just about austin is about as far as i go and you're working on high voltage transformers are you doing the actual physical work on them yeah so with my previous company so you could have 20,000 gallons in these transformers of oil of mineral oil it keep that's an insulator 20,000 gallons yep so these things are massive then yeah it's not the ones on poles those are transformers but a different type is okay yeah so what a transformer does is it kind of steps up or steps down electricity Uh or volts or whatever and so the ones in substations they kind of step it down so it would bring them out to like places like this like the gym bring yep. power here step step down the voltage or whatever and yeah they they have oil in there and it it just works as an insulator and we would have to take that oil out pull vacuum on the transformer which i always thought was interesting like you would pull vacuum down to like 40 tor it's like a measurement of vacuum okay and then we so would, you're 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 draining that transformer of oil yep okay and then pull vacuum on it and when you pull vacuum on it so many tour or whatever it it just sucks all that moisture out of the transformer because uh-huh. you can't have any moisture in there and while you're pulling vacuum you process the oil you heat it up to like 60 c they do everything in like c and celsius and stuff like uh-huh. that so like 60 c and then uh you put it back in the transformer and then while it's still under vacuum then you break vacuum and then you're you're good to go test it and stuff like that now it's pretty now what i do now is more technical it's pretty much like computer type stuff and i, I don't know reading prints i'm still kind of learning all this i'm still new at it uh-huh. it's i mean it's pretty interesting and how, how did you go about getting that job you just applied or no uh with, with pc or yeah with pc pc yeah I, I applied um my last job like i was there for it's a company called it's a german company called reinhausen and i was a supervisor there for five years and they had promised me for three years that I was going to get a project manager position and if I had that position I could work from home and that's what I wanted because I you know, I got a 14 year old now and a four-year-old and I they need their daddy at home uh-huh. I can't be gone for weeks at a time like I, I miss them and um so it came down to it so August of 2023 was kind of like my cutoff I was like can this happen they're like absolutely because when my oldest daughter was going to start high school absolutely that can happen well it came down to it and they's like oh yeah got a new manager in there and they're like yeah we we just can't make that happen and so i started applying everywhere lcra mm-hmm. pec and luckily pec gave me the call and i'm able to <clears throat> you know i don't have to travel anymore and only work four days a week so i'm happy with it good 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 yeah i get to focus on like my gym stuff if yeah you, if you saw so I wrote out January 1st, I wrote out my goals for 2024. I think it was nine goals, 10 goals, eight of them are fitness goals. Mm-hmm. And two of them was like my last two on the list were like 
be more kind to people because Bethany tells me I'm old and grumpy. And um, is like be kind and, and then something else. Oh, more date nights because me and Bethany never go on a date night anymore. Uh-huh. Really, it's, it's hard with with kids. Like we don't have any relatives here, so it's, it's hard. Yeah. But the rest are fitness goals. Like I. You know what's interesting is is um, I think for a lot of people. Uh, having your fitness in line kind of helps everything else fall in line. It does. When you're when you're disciplined in here, you become more disciplined outside. That's it's very true. Yeah. Some of the guys I work with, they're a little on the hefty side, and they don't have zero work ethic at all. Uh huh. And I really feel that gym people, and I know you, work your ass off. I've heard stories about, about all that. Who works with you? Um, some kid, somebody's kid works with you, and they're like, man. Stone. Yes. Bobby was talking about it. He said, huh. Man, Julian, he works his ass off. I was like, Well, I could tell because he does in the gym too. Like you just quietly, you Arnie, RJ, like y'all just put on your vest and y'all just y'all just go do work. And I'm over there just riding my bike or doing class, and I'm just always so impressed by y'all. Like ah. y'all, y'all just kill it. And like you last year or whenever it was, Grand Canyon, no training really. You just go out there and like, what you do in eighteen hours? Yes, sir. That's that's crazy. 1840 or something, 1850. That's crazy. That's that's that dog in you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... <clears throat> I like to... um, Like, put yourself in a situation where it's either you do this or you um, are a failure, yep. you know? And so, like, with the Grand Canyon, it's kind of like there's no way out. Once you go in... Either you're coming out or you're going to die down there, you know? Yeah. And so I'm not going to die, right? I'm not going to – because you're – close, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, I came <laughs> close. But but you, you, you put yourself in that position where you're like there's no other option, right? You just do it. Yep. You've done it how many times? We did it once last year. But and you couldn't last, go to the North yeah, Rim? Right, yep. How many miles total did you all do? 32. Okay. So, How'd you feel? Felt good? I felt good. Um Training last year, we did River Place. We did three three laps there, and I hurt worse there at River Place than I did at Grand Canyon. Uh-huh. Grand Canyon was tough, especially coming up Bright Angel when you're dead tired. But I don't, I don't know. It just River Place stuck out with me last year. It, it was rough for me and Bethany too. Like we were dead. How was it this time? This morning? It, it was better. We did two laps, but I need to get my knee worked on. Just you and Bethany? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you carry any weight? You said no. No, no I'm not. I'm not going to do that at River Place. So I'm well, I'm going next week in with Rachel. We're going to do a road hike, and I'll carry weight to get ready for Batan. Yeah. But what's wrong with your knee? What are you feeling? Uh, it's just real tight. And I went to Brittany, and she did four, like she kind of just squeezed me in. She did 45 minutes on my leg. And she said my fascia was just all knotted up, and it was real tight back there. Um, same thing happened last year. I went to the chiropractor; he adjusted it. I went to Fast Wellness, and I went to Brittany a couple times, and I was golden. Really? Yeah. You think chiropractor helps? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, I think it's woo woo, man. No, it's not. Like, what are you getting done? Like, okay, this is this is my thing. I feel like a chiropractor can't just do like a, and then they're like, okay, you're adjusted. You think that works? The dude I go to, with, and he's over there by Brittany. And if I tell you this, you're going to be like, oh, this seems sketchy as shit. But you go in there, and you pay him $20 cash. Okay. And no appointment necessary. You just walk in. $20 cash, and he adjusts you. He he worked on Bethany, and Bethany said the same thing. Like, he 
she has shoulder issues. Like she wrecked my truck out here in front of the gym <laughs> a few years ago. Okay, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but but, but it's like <laughs> yeah, I had a truck and Bethany wrecked it out here in front of the gym. Okay, is this is why she has shoulder issues, or are you just randomly throwing this out? No, this is this is why she has shoulder. Okay, issues. okay. somebody ran in the back of it. She said it hurts her shoulders. <laughs> Whatever. And but she went to the chiropractor and she said it definitely helps. And when I walk in there, the dude's like, "Can you can you walk for me?" I was like, "Yeah." And he's he's like, "You're leaning more to this side." And then he'll do some stuff with my leg. And then you know, of course, he he'll adjust my shoulders and my my neck or whatever. And you, you've never had like a crick in like in your neck, and then went it to the chiropractor and have him adjust it. No, like it, it's I I've had it. I slept wrong, and I went to the chiropractor. Like I couldn't move my my fucking head. It hurt. Uh-huh. Went to the chiropractor and he snapped it, and I just walked out of there like I was I was ready to go. Like, like let's go to Grand Canyon. Really? Yeah. Like it shit felt good. Okay, let me ask you. You ever roll your leg out? No, I'm. I, I don't do a lot of that. Why not? I know I should. Dude, this is what I'm convinced. I'm convinced that any pain that you have, typically, if you don't have, let's say, you don't have like a blunt force injury or like a contact injury on your knee, and you're getting knee pain in your joints or in your patella or whatever it is, your LCL, ACL. I could be wrong, but I think that it typically stems from a muscle somewhere in your leg that's tight that's causing rubbing within that joint Yeah, no, I or pain you. within it. And I had <clears throat> Bethany, Gretchen, Marcus, Jason. They all tell you to roll out? Rachel, yes. They all tell me to all tell me to roll out and I should you're probably right I'm, I'm I need to do that I'm willing to bet if you roll your calf out roll your your IT band out your quad out on that PVC roller the blue one uh-huh. a few sessions of that and your knee pain will be gone and Lala gave me some stuff to do to strengthen my muscles around my knee uh-huh. and I did that last year religiously and it helped too so I think a combination of everything yeah helped yeah my yeah knee out. but yes I will definitely get on that I got so much shit coming up. I got Batan, Grand Canyon, I, Jason Almond got a damn name on his banner. He wants me to do best of worst with him. You know how much pressure that is? Oh, yeah. I can't. We're doing intermediate, and he, he podiumed. Wait, best of worst next year? In, in November. Okay, year. so you got time. Yeah, but it's still it's still pressure. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, we're going to podium. Uh-huh. Like if I'm going to do something, especially with Jason, I'm not one. I'm not going to disappoint him, and uh-huh. two, if I'm going to do something, I'm gonna fucking win. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh huh. And that's one of my goals to podium at best of worst with Jason. It's just like Grand Canyon. I'm not trying to do it at a time I, I, like any certain time. I know you went out there and just just kind of skipped along and did 18 hours, which is freaking awesome. But <laughs> I, I just want to go out there and complete. It. <clears throat> You'll complete it. Yeah, yeah, I know I will. And same thing with Batan. I'm not doing it for any type of time. I just want to complete it because Rachel said, "Hey, you're doing this," and I said, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> it's like, like so. I'll, I'll schedule to do a wreck with, with a ruck with Morehouse, and then Rachel calls like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." I was like, "Okay, what are we doing? We're gonna go. We're gonna go ruck on a road for 20 miles." Dude, that is brutal. Yes, ma'am. Have you done like on road yeah, a we long did. ruck? Crab Apple Road, me, Janie, Rachel, and Bobby. And I was carrying, I, I just carried 20 pounds, but it was still brutal. That's brutal on your knees, man. Yep. I think that's why it's, this pain is coming back. Yeah. Yep. The problem with the roads is it's, since it's paved, 
every single step is the exact same typically. So you're not having different muscles be worked, right? You're just having the same muscles be worked every single step. And yeah, she wants me to do that again next weekend and to carry 35 pounds like we're actually doing Batan. Uh Son of a bitch. (laughs) I remember a couple Saturdays ago, she called me, or Friday, she called me and goes, hey, we're doing a tower tower climb tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, I don't want to do no damn tower climb. Uh I was out there at 6.30 in the morning, her and Janie, and we had to run a mile and then climb up to the top of this tower. I gave Jesus a high five and then uh-huh. we came down. Like it was fucking brutal. They they killed it. They both got fifth in their age group. I got not so good, but I don't know. That wasn't even on my list of goals, but I'm going to write it in there because, I mean, I felt like that was a pretty decent accomplishment. Yeah. You know what's funny is is there's like a... You always get sucked into into stuff, you know? Yeah. Like you're typically, you go about your business not thinking, I'm going to do the Grand Canyon. And then somebody, some crazy person in this place says, hey, let's go do the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I never, I never would have dreamt of walking all the way across, you know? Yeah. And then some crazy person says, hey, you're coming. Like when I did it, I had just gotten back from Colorado and Rachel was like, hey, you're going to come to the Grand Canyon this year. And I'm like. That's yes, in ma'am. two months. Was that your answer? Yes, No. Ma'am. Well, first I was like, that's in two months. She was like, who cares? Yeah. Just come out there. And then in my mind, I'm just like, if you say no, you're a bitch. Yep. You know? So then I'm just like, all right, I guess, yeah, yes, ma'am. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> and then get out there and do it. But that's the one thing. Like, you surround yourself with people like this where you talk to people outside of this and they're like, what the hell are you doing? But in here, you're... Just another one of the crazy people, you know? I love it. Like like I said, we moved here in June of twenty twenty and I was I've done CrossFit in air quotes before. It was in some lady's gym and she was a level one CrossFit instructor or whatever, but it was kinda like a bunch of old women in there and they were just kinda it wasn't as intense as this. Uh uh-huh. But I got on y'all's website and I saw like y'all doing climbing the damn mountain and, and going here and going there. I was like, this is awesome. Like I want to do something like this. Uh-huh. And that's what drew me to this place. And then I got here. I was like, man, this is this is home. Like the people in this gym are my only friends here. We have no friends outside of this Same. gym. Uh huh. And it's I, I don't know. I love it. This is this is home for me. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't have friends outside of this place either. <laughs> But it's good. It's good. You surround yourself with people who are all trying to get better. Yeah. And that's, you know. Another thing, and I will bring this up every time. I've seen, uh, so January 7th, 2023, is when we did the first ruck at Tim Strother's place. Uh You were there. We took a group photo, and at the very end was a picture of Kay. Yep. And then I saw that picture. I had to take a double take because if you look at her then and look at her now. It's a different person. It's a different person. It's unbelievable. That is so freaking cool to see. Yeah. Then you see people like Emily King. Yeah. She comes in here, works her ass off, and then now look, she's staying on top of a damn podium. Yeah. And there's so many stories of people like that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Even though I'm not one of those people yet, I hope to be, but I love seeing people like start from the bottom and work their way up. Like, it's so cool. All these guys are coming for blood, man. Yeah. Like, RJ's working his ass off, too. Yep. I see that. I see all three of y'all working his ass off every day. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to train with those guys. 
And y'all, do y'all have a record? Like, are, y'all have a goal set for the Grand Canyon? Uh, yeah, fourteen hours. Four, that's crazy. I, bet I, I, know, I hope y'all get it. I think we'll do it. Good. Those guys are animals, dude. Yeah. We run with Arnie, and <clears throat> there was a day that we were gonna run. It was me, RJ, and Arnie, and we're like, okay, we'll do six miles, light pace, you know, jog. The whole time we're behind Arnie, and we're like, is this guy gonna ever jog? Because it felt like he was sprinting the whole time. But you don't want to be the guy who's like, hey, slow down, yeah. you know? You want to keep up with these guys. So all of us are like, okay, maintain this pace without saying anything to each other. But then all of us are looking at each other like, what the fuck are we doing, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's fun. It's fun to train and train hard. That's a that's a good group to, like, y'all each push one oh, another. Oh, for sure. It's, oh, man, it's going to be so cool to see. I hope y'all, hope y'all break that. Oh, I think we, I, I, I'm excited. It's gonna be cool. I think we will. We'll and y'all, see. y'all hold the gym record if y'all do, right? Yeah, we would. Yeah. yeah, but Russ is a freaking animal, dude. He's a freaking gazelle. Yeah. Sixteen, fourteen, I think was his time. Golly, and he's he's out for blood too, huh? Ah, uh, he says he's not, but Russ, when he when he gets going, he gets going, you know. Yeah. He'll 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 be moving. He'll be moving. Yeah, there's I, a lot I, of animals here. How did you How did you end up finding this place? Just driving by? Uh, no. Just I looked up CrossFit gyms in the area. Okay, so you were going to join a CrossFit gym? Yeah, I I don't like the Planet Fitness because you go in there and then what? I mean, there's no structure. Yeah. Like I like the the class setting. Like every day, it's something different, and coaches will work on because my form was shit. Uh-huh. And um, I, I like the fact that coaches will help you on your form, and it just, I just. Uh, in in the the competition aspect of it, I like too. Like there's a leaderboard. There's everybody's pushing one another. Mm-hmm. Combined, it's just yeah. This is what I want. I want a CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So. And you were doing CrossFit before you said, but not much. Not not on this scale. But yes, I was doing it before. Like I I got my feet wet in it. Did you ever? Were you ever? Did you ever care about your fitness before? So <coughs> in, in 2019. Early 2019, one of my buddies was getting married, and he had a bachelor party that was set for June of 2019. And so I hired a nutritionist, and I started going to that CrossFit gym in Bremont, that garage-type place I was telling you about, and I was working my ass off. Like, I was 240 pounds, and by the time June came, I would drop down to 213 and I had a six pack because in, in my mind I haven't so I moved away like four years ago I hadn't seen some of these guys in, in four years so in my mind they're they're come they've been working out you know they're gonna come out there on the beach rip their shirt off and you know they're gonna be just fit and I don't want to be the fat ass over there mm-hmm. and so that was my mentality and so I hung a picture up of, of fucking Cancun on my wall and uh, I worked my ass off the nutrition part was a big eye-opener for me because that's the first time I ever started eating right I didn't know you needed that much protein I didn't know mm-hmm. you needed all these things and um yeah man so I, I got to <laughs> I got to the beach everybody ripped their shirt off and uh yeah there's some of those guys were 300 pounds and dude I was like they're like what the fuck have you been doing I was like man I, I thought this is what y'all have been doing <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, it was it was fun. We had a good time. But yeah, ever since like January 2019 is when I started getting serious about fitness. Yeah. So yeah. would you say you're probably in one of the better shapes you've been in in your life? 
not now, but I'm getting back to it. Last year before the open, I was in that same, I was in beast mode. I was working out with Andrew uh-huh. in the mornings uh-huh. and I was off for a long time. Like I was off the whole month of, of January and February pretty much, but we, we, we were guaranteed 40, so I was getting paid anyway. But when the open came up the weekend before, I got called out to go to work. I was like, shit. So I never, I've never done, I've never done the open. Oh, do you sign up this year for here? I, I'm going to. Okay. I've never done the open. I've never done a CrossFit competition. But yes, I'm, I'm trying to to lose like ten or fifteen more pounds before then. My weight's starting to drop really fast now, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to work with Jason a little bit on some like um, gymnastic type stuff, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I'm I'm gonna do it. See where I'm at. My only goal this is on my mirror too. Is just to just to advance one time because they're taking the top 25 percent mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. That's, that's my only goal no i know i'm not ever going to the games or anything crazy like that but that's my goal for this year is just to get in the top 25 percent and i'll be happy nice go ahead and x that out yeah so yeah I, I, like i said eight eight out of my ten goals are fitness and that's that's one of them good good i'm excited yeah this year's gonna be fun it's interesting because this <coughs> this this community has definitely gone through like waves where we have a super super strong community presence Mm -hmm. everybody's getting together and then kind of like slows down a little bit and then everybody's getting together and then it slows down but right now we're definitely in one of those um peaks where like the competitions everybody's out for the competitions this last competition did you go to the a lotto Mm -hmm. there was like 30 people yeah or 20 20 to 30 people from the box you know And then the Grand Canyon, we probably got 30 people going, which is insane. Yep. That is insane. Yeah, best of worst, last year, we a, had a, a great a present. Ton. Yeah. We're the loudest fucking people there. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember that whole side. Yeah. Yeah, we got a great community here. It's and, fun, man. And I'll tell you uh, two other people that are, are just crushing it. Is I thought their name was Wiley, but it's Willie. Oh, they're crushing it. Oh, my God. Both of them. He takes his shirt off. It's like a mini Zeus just walking around. Yeah, they're so, they're both so humble, but like they're they're killing it too. It's, yep. it's so cool to watch. It's it's definitely legit to see people come and transform their lives. Yeah, like Kay, she's gonna listen to this and she's going to tell you thank you so much because I I tell her all the time and she's like she's so quiet, goes about her business real quiet. Yeah, but she is transforming her life. You know. Yeah, she got a PR at the Alato. <coughs> yeah. And it's just like <clears throat> I don't know. I, I feel like she should be like like bragging about it when she comes here, but she won't say shit. Oh, she doesn't say shit. At all. Nope. And I'm like, hey, you're a fucking badass. Yeah. Like, do you see yourself last year versus now? Uh-huh. Like, look what you've done. Mm-hmm. It's it's impressive. Very. So you what you, what position did you play in high school? What in football? Yeah, you play football. You said you went for a scholarship? Yeah, I <laughs> I guess because of my last name in seventh grade, I, I started out at center. Okay. And so, yeah, in high school, junior and senior year, I was on varsity. How heavy were you? 195. Oh, so you were small. You were pretty small. Yeah. I was the smallest, smallest lineman they have. Uh huh. But nobody ever got past me. And I got all district both years. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I, when I went to college, like, I knew I wasn't going to be. A, a damn lineman there so they they recruited me as a linebacker but i've never played defense like i was just i was just always offense team captain all that but um i went there and i got through what they call hell week and i just wanted to 
because it's supposed to be like if you make it through hell week you're you're a badass well i made it through hell week and then i was like man i'm this school is not for me football like I, i'm done like i i live such a sheltered life i guess like i, I didn't really get to experience anything so imagine me at 18 in missouri a different state with six of my best friends like i wanted to experience some stuff and so we we partied a little bit and like we we had a good time and then i came back home and um i just this is back to work Mm -hmm. so yeah i should have stayed like looking back like a full ride to get a degree in something but i mean you live and learn right yeah so i I wouldn't change anything because i i like i like the life i have i think it's good is this more is this where you live now is is it similar to where you grew up no this is way bigger of a, a town yeah way bigger um it, it was so it's, it's like i was east texas so it's piney woods over there it's, uh-huh. it's different landscape different type of people we had a lot of rednecks out there um we would go mudding that i had a jeep cherokee four-wheel drive so me and my buddy we'd always go take it out mudding on weekends and and just hang out at the river bottom and do stuff like that. That's that's what we do there. So here it's 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 definitely it's a different culture, I guess. But I, I mean, I love it. I've since a kid, I've always loved the hill country. You hunt? I used to before I started traveling. It's been ten plus years since I've hunted. But uh-huh. yeah, you got any big bucks or anything? No, I've only shot a. I think my dad took me hunt when I was sixteen. And I shot a deer. I don't even think it was a buck. But me and my brother keep talking about we're going to go hunting. We're going to get a lease. We're going to go hunting. Like, I, I want to. Yeah. Like, I know I would enjoy that. Yeah. Um, hunting and fishing is stuff I will, I'm definitely going to take. It's just my, my four-year-old, and she's a wild child. <coughs> she takes up a lot of my time. So, yeah. And and fitness. But I will get to a point where I, I'm, I'm going to go hunting and fishing and, and do all the cool stuff that i've been wanting to do for a while well you down the street go fish that pond i will yeah my brother's in town um so we're gonna go fishing probably tomorrow whereabouts at that pond oh okay at the pond and maybe down the river at the lake somewhere dude you know what i just discovered is guadalupe river is one of the better trout fisheries and yeah they released them they released them just a few months ago uh uh-huh no they do stockings all the time yeah but my, I had friends from California that were just in town, and uh, they caught some nice trout there. Yeah. I, I got skunked. I didn't catch anything, but they each caught one. I've, I've seen pictures. I don't know what Instagram group I follow, but I see people catching them like nice Monsters, trout. dude. Yes. Monsters. Yes. All the time. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I just saw a picture of a truck. There was a truck flipped over in that river really? yesterday or two days ago. Wow. With a bunch of diesel fuel that came out. Oh, shit. Yeah, not good. Not no, good. Not good at all. How do you, you do that? You you ever take your daughter camping? Have you taken her yet? Uh, Not my youngest one. Me and my oldest one, we'd go camping all the time. Okay. I actually, yes, I have. We went to Potter's Creek. I took my youngest yeah, one yeah, last yeah. year. Yep. Let's set something up. We'll set something up soon. I'm down. I'm, In, we got a nice tent. I'm, I'm ready to go. Beginning of camping. March. Yeah. We'll no. set something up. We'll, have have we'll you ever camped? Have you ever camped down River Road? No, like near the Guadalupe, like near, um, like, like Whitewater, Sattler. close to Whitewater? No. So, like, Sattler area. Okay. Like, um, I'm trying to think what else. It's... 
Cause, cause you know, um, Guadalupe River Campground, that's on River Road. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's, it's quite a bit away from Whitewater. How far? Oh. You have your phone. Yeah. <coughs> Is there like are you talking about at those pay for campgrounds or you can just go? No, it's you know everything is Texas. You yeah, yeah. For but. <clears throat> Potter's Creek is nice, man. I like Potter's Creek. Yeah, but so when we were when we were kids, we would come out like every Memorial weekend, and we'd go down River Road, and we'd always camp out like because it's right there on the river, and we'd see people floating by, and it was always so cool. But in the winter time, it's a perfect place. You got the whole place to yourself, and it's beautiful. It's right there on the river. There's no cell service out there. Uh huh. It's it's perfect. Could you look it up? What you want to know? How far it is from where you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. So you're familiar with this area then? Oh yeah, we used to come up here a lot. Oh really? Yeah. So when you moved here, this wasn't like anything new to you? No. Um, and, and Bethany, she's from Seguin. Seguin, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if that will help. Let's see. It's kind of. In the middle of River Road. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So there's like Jerry's and K&L Campground and all those places. It. You take River Road, man, what's the road in Sattler? Whatever road that is, you can take it all the way to 46. Yep. And that whole River Road is, it's just... There's campgrounds all along that yeah. place? Okay, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, there... Look up Waco Falls. It's H U. Oh yes, I've heard of it. That that was our favorite campground. Okay. We'd always come up there and camp. It's you got a little fall right there, and we'd always watch people, all the dumbass drunks. They'd go over the fall and they'd lose their all their beer uh -huh. and sunglasses, uh -huh. and we'd go down there like below the falls and, and try to find valuables and stuff. Uh -huh. So I mean, it was always fun. But in the winter time, it's just it's beautiful. It's just a pretty setting, and it's it's cool. So what's the Shannon that people don't know? Because I heard that came out during the Christmas party. Tell me about that. Oh, drunk Shannon? <coughs> Tell me about that. God, yeah. Um, drunk Shannon is, I guess, my alter ego. Like, I never... <laughs> even Bethany was like, I, I cannot believe you got up there and karaoke. But yeah, I had my Brokeback Mountain shirt on. You know the meme where they're holding each other? The uh -huh. two cowboys? Uh -huh. That was my shirt. and had a cowboy hat on that I got from Britland's husband, Michael. And then, uh, yeah, apparently when the, the singer got off the stage, <clears throat> I grabbed the mic, requested Backstreet Boys, and I just started serenading people, uh, apparently four times, according to Brandon. I don't remember any of this, but... Oh, you don't remember it? I remember singing, but I don't remember... And I remember getting down on one knee, like in front of JJ, and just like singing to him, uh -huh. like arms wide open type of deal, but... Yeah. Damn, I missed out. We missed out. I was doing like the Taylor Swift heart, like uh -huh. you know, at the at the part where they talk about loving or whatever. Like, uh -huh. I was doing all the things, and yeah, it's just <clears throat> different Shannon for sure. That's party Shannon. We got to do another podcast where we just sit down and have a drink. So I definitely am more talkative when I'm when I'm drunk, and and more inappropriate stuff will probably come out. But it's, I think, fun, funner Shannon maybe. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty. You're pretty relaxed. You're pretty. Yeah. Laid back. Yeah, I'm. I'm a laid. I'm more of a shy guy, really. Like. You are super shy. I'll see y'all in the gym. Like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I don't. I don't know what to say. Why though? I, I, like, are you like? Do you feel like um, you don't belong because you? 
aren't at the level of training, or do you think? Uh, have you always been like a quiet, quiet guy? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm just at first. Like I, if Bethany wouldn't have came to the gym with me starting out, like I probably wouldn't have stuck it out. Like she's the talker. Like mm-hmm. she's uh, almost, I guess, social speak, butterfly. Yeah, she speaks for me. She uh-huh. speaks for a lot of people at the gym. She just she doesn't shut up. But that's okay. <laughs> what you know, whatever. But yeah, she she helped me kind of get the friends I have now. It made me feel comfortable around them because I would never go up to somebody and just break the ice. Really, uh-huh. like she would do it for me, or I'd be around her talking to them and make me feel more comfortable. But yeah, I'm more of a shy, laid back person. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're real reserved. Yeah. But I, I do like to uh, sit back and listen to a lot of conversations. Like, I, I listen a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, some of the people crack me up. Like, JR. God, I love JR. I I was on the treadmill one day, and uh, Jason's clients walked in, and he was hiding in this corner right here. And he goes, he had the mic. He goes, We don't need more people. Go away. We're closed. The gym's closed. Fucking music's going. People working out, and these people are like, It's yep. closed. And then somebody was like, no, it's just JR. Come on in. And when he's coaching Byrne, oh, my God. It's so funny. He's like, look, Amy's not here. Y'all are going to have to uh-huh. pick y'all shit up and go. Uh-huh. You know how they have the colors? Like yep, red? Yep, yep. He erased all that shit. He goes, color, move your ass. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, I love this guy. <laughs> I like that type of coaching. Like, like you, you pick up that fucking weight and do it. Yeah, That's what yeah, I like. yeah, yeah. I like that. Not taking it easy. Push yourself. Right. Yeah. I feel I feel like we need a little bit more of that. I, w- I wish he would coach more. Like, I love all of our coaches. Yeah. Marcus is awesome. Jason's awesome. Gretchen, you're awesome. But I like that. I think he's the only one that really kind of does that. Like, just really just, like, pick the fucking wake up. You know, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like that. No, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to push yourself to, to where... You didn't think you could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're exactly right. And he's one of those people who brings it out for sure. Yep. <clears throat> if you ever want to lift with us, just lift with us. Just join us. That's what that's what Arnie said too. Like I, I messaged him on Instant Messenger or something. I was like, hey, man, I, I see you over there just killing it. Like I thought he was a coach at one time. Uh-huh. His form is just. On he's got a good form. Olympic lift, it's impeccable. Yeah, we always, yeah, he's our coach, Arnie. I don't even call him Arnie. I call him coach. I, I Like I said, I sit over here and I just watch. I sit over in my little corner and do my workout and I just watch. And I'm over here like, how the fuck is he so flawless? Yeah. And so I, I had to message him. I was like, hey, man, were you ever a coach? He's like, no, nah, man, I just, uh, you know, I, I like it. I was like, man, you, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's Another one of them guys, like it's 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 fun to watch him. Just jump in. I should, man. I should. I, yeah. I will. I will. It's yeah. fun, you know. Yeah. Just come, hang out, shoot the shit. Yeah. Lift weight. Try to be strong. Pretend like we're strong, you know. Yeah. That's all I need, man. I got a bird maps too. <coughs> Another one of my eight fitness goals is to complete the three thousand a month map challenge. What are what are your goals? What are your goals? You mind sharing them, or you want to keep them quiet? Care. I don't care. Um, one is the three thousand. A month uh-huh. of challenge that we're doing. Uh, one is to to do the open and advance um, a CrossFit competition. So you've never done a comp? Never. Best of the worst will be your first. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Jason. Okay. Like I said a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, Grand Canyon, complete it this yeah. time because uh, Batan. Oh my God! There's, I know there's two or three more. 
uh, complete battalion. And do you have a weight goal? Yeah, I like I like the way I look around 215, 213. What are you at right now? Right now, I weighed myself this morning. I was 228. Oh, you're not too far off. No, I, I, especially like uh, in January 1st, I was 243. Holy shit, yeah. And, like I let myself go over the holidays. Dude, same man. Fucking A. Yeah, but that much weight is crazy. I was talking to Lila and Lila's like, it happens. I was like, no, that does not happen. <laughs> uh-huh. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And... I've been killing it since, or trying to kill it since January, and it's slowly coming off. I told her, I was like, Lala, I'm only dropping like two pounds a week. She goes, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. I was like, no, I, I need to drop more. But um, since I incorporated, like, I'll, I'll come in the gym at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, what time do you wake up in the morning? Well, on days I come in here early like that, I'll get up at like 3.30, and I'll... You're going to sleep at what time? 9 o'clock? 8.30? 8.30, yeah. Damn. I'll come in here and um, I, I start. I, I started working out with them, but I don't know. They just they kind of do their own thing. It's not really what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I, a thousand mile challenge. That's another goal. To oh yeah, this okay, year. okay. And I'm on. So far, I'm I'm doing good. And uh, so I'll come in here at four o'clock in the morning. I'll have to open everything up, turn on all the TVs, turn on. Oh, you're here before them. Yeah, I get here at 4. They get and, here at 5. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'll turn everything on, get it ready for them, and then um, I'll get on the treadmill, and I'll, I'll I'll try to get 5 miles in like an hour. Like, I'll, I'll for 4, 4.15 to 5.30. Like, I have to leave at 5.30 to go back home, take a shower, and get ready to go to work. So, yeah, that's... But since I've incorporated walking in the mornings, that weight is starting to, to drop. Yeah. So walk in the mornings, CrossFit in the afternoon, and it's... So you're running good. two a days. Yeah, trying to. Damn. Some days I can't do it because, like, my oldest daughter, she has powerlifting or softball or something always going on. But I, I try to do one or the other, if not both. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And what, what like, uh, what fires you up, like... Like, everybody's got something, right? Everybody's got something. What fires you up? Did you see yourself becoming sedentary or or you just came in here and just wanted to get better? Man, honestly, <coughs> so I'll go back home, like, for the holidays and I'll see people I graduated with or around my age and they have guts. They, yeah. they don't look healthy. Yeah. They don't look happy. Yeah. And... I liked. I want to be able to feel comfortable enough to take my shirt off at the beach, and I want to. I want to be like Bethany's hot. Like I want to make it seem like we belong. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of like the why is she with that guy yeah. type of thing. I, I like for so many years I kind of felt that like what the f- why is she with him? And so now I'm trying to just like get on her level. Like I'm trying to creep up there where I can be on her level. <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 my why. And then I'll, another why is honestly, I see people like Kay, and I see people like yourself. Y'all come in here, and y'all like Kay's just a dramatic change. And then you, it, it fires me up to watch you guys over there in the corner because y'all y'all have a goal set in mind, and y'all are just over there killing it. That shit fires me up. That makes me want to go and, and do the same thing. That you know what's interesting is like there are days where I see you on the treadmill just walking. But you're putting in miles, and I think, like, he's working his ass off, too. I think we all have some sort of, like, this, um, maybe it's imposter syndrome, even though we're not, like, professionals, but it's this idea in our minds that 
we're not really doing much. Yeah. But other people believe that we're doing a lot. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Like, I come in here and I lift with the guys and there are days where I'm lifting and I... Obviously, I feel like I'm, I'm lifting heavy, right? But I don't feel like I'm doing much. Not realizing that there are other people who are like, oh, he's working so hard, you know? I mean, there's other people that sit on the couch and don't do it. Definitely, yeah, definitely. But you come in here and moving that much weight consistently, that's going to do nothing but better yourself. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I would be proud. Just like I'm sure Kay feels that's the mentality Kay has. But Kay comes in here and she moves weight and she's getting PRs. Like, yeah. when you come in here and you move weight, you put in the work, you're going to see results. Dude, it is nuts. She, In my seven years here, when it comes to consistency and change in um, health and body and looks, Kay's probably one of the more dramatic changes I've seen yeah. since the time I've joined here. I, uh, it's crazy. Bailey dropped a lot of weight. Bailey too. too. And do you know, like, she is so fast out there when Oh, ball. a rucking? Oh, dude. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, there's, uh, like, they're just, her and Emily, they're just gone. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, man, y'all are, she, she's good. She's going to be good at the Grand Canyon. This year is going to be fun, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so you worked on the, going back, you worked on the oil rigs. Uh-huh. Did you work where, in, like, Odessa, yep. Midland? Yep. Odessa for who? Uh, Patterson. Patterson. Patterson, is it UT, Patterson UTI or? Yep. What is it, upstream is what it's considered? Midstream? Um, so, like, there's, like, different, okay, there's, like, different stages. There's, oh, like, the upstream stage, midstream. We're Patterson drilling. So, you guys drilled an yes. actual pumped oil. Yep. How does that work? You have a, a long rod. Mm-hmm. Start drilling. Mm-hmm. Then, how does that work? You add another rod on top. Then yep. you bolt it on. Yep. How does it work? So what, what's the process? You'll have. This has always fascinated me. Like, how deep are y'all going into the? Thousands. Thousands of feet. Yep. Not miles. No, I don't think it's quite mile. Man, it's been so long since I've done it. I know it's thousands of feet down. Uh huh. And it might be a mile. I don't know. Okay. It might be eight, nine thousand feet. It's been a while since I've done it. But so you'll take. I forgot what it's called. I know. So you got 30 foot sections. Okay. And then you put three of them together and it's called a stand. A stand is it's 90 feet and that's what you can put in the derrick. So you you start drilling. So you got your you got your drill and then you put you start just you'll drill down and then you'll add another one. You'll drill down, you add another one. But once that so the drill bit's going to go bad. So you got to start pulling that shit out. And you pull it out and stand so that three, oh. three sections, 90 foot sections, it's three of them. And you push them back in the derrick. You get down to your drill, you switch that out. Then you go all the way back down with everything in the derrick. And then you start drilling again, one section at a time, one 30 foot section at a time. And then that's, that's pretty much what we did all day long is you drill down or you're coming out of the hole. It's called tripping pipe. You coming out of the hole to to replace the drill bit or or whatever tool down there that messed up because they got monitoring tools down there too to see where you're at and stuff like that if something goes bad you got to come out of the hole and then yeah i mean it was it was definitely i lost a lot of i i think i got down to like one back 198 doing that like it's hard work dude i remember being soaked in oil coming out of the hole 
we're like, I think the drill bit was bad or whatever. We're coming out of the hole. I had a sandwich in this hand and I was working a machine over here to bust the pipe and, and break it loose to push it back. Like I had a, like you're just multitasking and the sandwich had oil all over it because you don't get, you can't just stop at 12 o'clock and have a lunch break. It's you, you eat when you can. And there's some days at 12 hour shift of, of just coming out of the hole because you're thousands of feet down. Uh huh. It was, it was, it was work, but I like that work. Put your head down and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were 14 days on, 14 days off, and it's just when you're home, those 14 days just flew by. Mm. And when you're out, those 14 days just it, it took forever. Mm. So I don't know. It's just another one. Of the, and you, you see older guys there, and they look aged. Like it's hard on them. And I didn't want that lifestyle either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I remember my father-in-law. He used to be like, man, you, you're switching jobs a lot. You need to find because he was at the same job for 36 years. He goes, you're, you're switching jobs a lot. You need to find something and stick with it. But I had the same damn job for nine years in my own business. Like I, I never got a chance to go out and see what I'm good at. Uh huh. And so it, it took me a while to get into what I'm doing now. But I mean, I enjoy it and. I, I had a lot of fun along the way. Did you know a lot about electricity? I still don't know a lot about electricity. <laughs> My brother, Bethany's brother, he's a, a electrical engineer, and I, ha- I have to call him up and ask him questions all the time. Really? Yeah. And it's, I don't know how I got the job I got. Um, they brought me in as a substation tech number two, and that's like the second highest, whatever. I feel like they're overpaying me, and they... I don't know, but it's it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. That I yeah. am where I'm at. I'm I'm getting good money and good. The benefits are crazy, and I'm just I, I feel like I'm in 2024. It's like I'm in a great place. Like good, I, good, so man. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you good at? What what like if if you were to say, if I'm gonna ask you, Shannon, what are you good at? Like, what what do you do you believe is is um. A good leader steps in when they believe they can contribute or be a benefit and they move out of the way when somebody else is more fit to lead. Yeah. What are you good at? So you're talking about like a like a leadership aspect? Anything, anything. What are you good at in life? You're good at you're good at hands on stuff? Are you more mechanical, engineering? Are you more of a thinker? Do you like science? No, I'm are you I'm, artsy at all? So um my last job that I was with for five years, they made me a supervisor. I was good at, at, at leading people. Like, I got really good at the job. So good that they put me in a, and it took me a year. They put me in a supervisor position. What was this previous job? <clears throat> it was Ryan Housing. So it's basically the same thing I'm doing now, but it's where you pull vacuum on a transformer, take the oil out, process the oil, test, and stuff like that. Now, like I said, it's the job I have now is more technical. Oh, you're not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay. The job I had pre- previously was definitely more physical. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I, I was, my crew out of seven crews was the top, I was the youngest guy too and least experienced. But we, we had, we were the top crew. Like we had the most repeat customers. Uh, we would get, the president of the company We get, emails from customers all the time bragging on us and that's never happened in the history of this company uh-huh. and so they would give us a $50 bonus to go out to eat which was bullshit <laughs> we would get those all the time but I don't know man like I my t- it was it was me and three other guys and we were like a team like 
we all had the same mentality because I would preach the same mentality. We all got on the same page. Like we got this job. We got it for two weeks is the expectations. Let's see if we can knock it out in a week. Other guys didn't have that mentality because they're like, well, what are we going to do? Uh, let's let's drag this out. Let's get more overtime. Let's get more uh, money. Uh-huh. I wouldn't about get more money. Yeah, money's good, but I feel like if you do a great job, you're going to get more customers. And in the long run, you're going to get it's all going to add up the same. Yeah. Plus, you don't look like a a lazy dumbass that takes yeah. two weeks to do a job. Uh-huh. Like we can do it in a week, and we got all kinds of praise from that. And I I felt like that was a, that was a strong suit of mine leading. It's something I was very confident in. And leading people, like we, I guess I could say that. Yeah. Interesting, but you're so quiet. Yeah, but when I'm confident in something and I'm comfortable with the people I'm around, like I'm, I'm a different. different when is guy, that? When are you gonna get like that in here? I don't know when. Uh, I guess when I get in y'all circle and y'all let me lift weights with you. Oh, let you, dude. We welcome anybody. We just like to have fun and just yeah. hang out, you know. No, I. I I've come a long way because I used to I wouldn't even talk to anybody I would just yeah yeah stay in my corner but I'm starting to starting to feel more comfortable around people and you know how long have you been in here since January so I get my letter or my letterman jacket okay so yeah when this year yep January of uh, 2021 is when we came nice nice I had to wait the second week because I didn't want to be one of those guys (coughs) coming in the first week of January Uh New Year's resolutions Uh so me and Bethany came in the second (coughs) week. But yeah, that's funny. This this place was packed like on January first or January second of that first week. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want to be that couple. Like we wanted something more long term. So we yeah. came in the second week, and, and we've been here ever since. It's the spot, dude. Yeah, I love it. The here. spot. Love the people. Love the coaches. Love everything. Yep. Have you done seventy five hard? No, I was gonna do that this year, but I felt like eight of my other goals like that would just kind of get in the way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And then my birthday's in march and then you know grand canyon and it's summertime birthday like I, when's your birthday march 24th okay it's like bobby and chris all have around the same birthday i think chris is the 25th and bobby's like a day or two after that uh-huh. like we're all right there together but yeah I, so if i do 75 hard it's gonna be it's gonna have to be like a january 1st one year and I, i'll try it I'll yeah. try it one day, but I like I like to drink some of my margaritas in the summer. So we're gonna do we're gonna do another podcast. We're gonna sit down, have a drink, smoke a cigar. I'm down with it, man. We need to do I I need to get a setup where we can do multiple people. Yeah. You have you ever talked to Bobby? Just sat down and talked to Bobby. No, but he interests me a lot, dude. He's fucking that guy's cool as fuck, man. I he's, can't wait to read his book. Oh yeah, yeah. We we, we want to ruck with him. He, it, He's one of the, like he's a judge. I'm like when I when I talk to him, I feel like I have nothing to offer this man. What mm-hmm. what could I say to interest this guy at all? But I love hearing his stories. Like Dude, there's go ahead. No, he's just yeah, he's such an interesting guy. There are so many interesting people in this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a ton of interesting people. That's why I was like, hey, when are you gonna come out with another podcast? Like, there's there's so many people here that I don't know because I'm shy and I can't go up and talk to them. Like, I want to know their story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Brian Skelt, I had no idea he had 50 brothers and sisters. That's, uh-huh. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Like, a, a lot of these people, they have something about them is interesting. Yeah. And they, you might go up and talk to them. Like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah, you do. Everybody, Everybody's got something. Everybody has something yeah, to say. Yeah, for sure. You know Greg Abrahamian, the guy who comes at 430? He used to come in. He doesn't come in super often anymore. I don't guess I know him. If I saw him, I'd probably know. He's um, got like a... He's, yeah, he's pretty bald. 
He always wore like stance socks or like high socks. No? I think I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's real quiet in his podcast. He was one of the most inter- interesting people I've talked to. He was a, a surgeon in, I want to say it was Afghanistan. I didn't hear that podcast. I need to go back. Okay, yeah. Go back to his, dude. Okay. He was a surgeon and he was telling me that um, when they were, during their time, his team of surgeons had a 100% success rate. If you walked into his hospital, you left his hospital. Holy shit. Unbelievable. Like, just unbelievable. Wow. The things he's seen and just like, you would have never guessed it, you know? That's you, what I was going to say. So no. many of these people who walk in here and are quiet and you just, you don't know. And everybody's got something, you Everybody, know? Everybody's got a story. There's, yeah. there's I'm sitting here like, all right, when's Julie going to post something? Because I want to hear... <laughs> I don't know about this guy. He seems interesting. Yeah. Like, this girl, like, she's killing it. Like, what's her story? I need to do Hanchi. That's what I need to do. Yeah, do Hanchi. Dude, I need to learn how to lift the world. That's dude, what I man, need. He's a big, yeah, he's a, yeah. A strong son of a bitch, dude. Yeah. He's he, fucking strong. He's he's quiet, too. Like, I've never He's heard, super quiet. Never heard him talk. He takes care of his kids, though. Yeah. Like, I see him with his little baby. Like, he's always just loving on that baby, just coming in here and just... Killing weight, loving on his babies. But I know there's got to be more to him than that. Oh, for sure. He's got for a story. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And what's interesting is I was always a... Uh, I know I'm loud in here, but like with Hanchi, I was always a little bit intimidated, you know? Yeah. Just like this guy is no... no, Don't dick around, you know? This guy is like no, no funny business. He gets his work in and goes about his business. But then you talk to him and he's like the nicest dude you can ever talk to, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. always, always... Certain people surprise me where... I have this uh, preconceived idea of who they may be, but then you start talking to him, you're like, oh, he's not really, not really intimidating. I've I've had a lot of those here. Uh huh. Yeah. Like you don't know until you talk to him, or Bethany talks to him, and then then you kind of know. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. <clears throat> I need to do a podcast with Bethany. Did she tell you about what I said when we were rocking? <laughs> you have any childhood trauma? <laughs> she, she she does. <sighs> she would. Yeah, she she can talk. She has some stories though. Yeah. Yeah, she'd be interesting. I'm gonna talk. To you. I'll, I'll do more podcasts. You, you got me going for sure. You should, dude. Make it a a, a weekly thing. There's yeah, like two hundred some people in this gym. Like yeah. everybody's got a story. Come on. Yeah, Step I'll do more. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll end this one. Sounds good, man. This is about an hour, but we're gonna do another one. Let's do another one. But I want to sit down, you know, have a drink and and just chat life, whatever, whatever's going on. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about, man. Let's do what it. What interests you? You watch sports, you, you keep up with the news, what interests you? I, I really like, uh, I follow all the CrossFit athletes. Okay. And I I, I, I watched the games, like on my phone. Uh-huh. Like I, just certain people, like I, I, I like that. I, I, I watch that a lot. I like camping a lot. You read books? I do read books. I read the, his, this author, his name is CJ Box. He comes, he's about to come out with his like 22nd book in the series. It comes out next week i think it's just about a game warden game warden in wyoming uh-huh. and you know it's, it's not real or anything but it's just all of the stories or whatever i've been reading it for years it's okay. the only series I've, I've read really but i it just it just takes me somewhere else it takes me deep in the woods you know i picture snow and you know just out in the wilderness is where yeah. i want to be yeah like a cabin out in in the woods is like i would love it yeah so, and you said you've been to all 40 or the lower 48 i've been to most of the lower 48 i think i've i haven't been to maine or 
New Hampshire, Vermont, but I think everywhere else. So I, you're pretty well traveled then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and a semi truck all over everywhere. What do you mean a semi? You used to drive a semi too? Mm-hmm. I tried to get it. When I became supervisor, I got out of it, but I have a CDL, and so our equipment, our, our vacuum machine and our processing, we'd have to pull in behind a semi truck. Oh. So yeah, I drove from um, San Francisco, California, all the way to um, um, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina before. Interesting. Yeah. You probably got some interesting stories that has to do with semi truck driving, huh? Uh, I mean, uh, not really, not as much as you think other than stopping off along the way like we when we made that trip we had to stop in nashville and party it up for the night uh -huh. that was fun uh but i mean how, how long did you drive a semi for probably a, uh, consistently probably a good three or four years nothing interesting happened on those Man, drives not that i can think of truck stop incidences nothing um i mean a few times i got pulled over in a way station because my the very first transformer company i ever worked for they had shitty equipment and I, I, I had to stay there for hours until um, some something got fixed on it or whatever. Uh -huh. But nothing really crazy stands out to me right now. I'm sure, if, like, when I go back home, I'll think of something like, oh, yeah. I should have told this story. But nothing crazy yet jumps out at me. But, yeah, it, it's just shifting gears and just going. Yeah. Yeah. And how many people were driving those semis? Just you and another person or just you? Uh, most of the time it was just me. Like, I... For that trip, when we went cross country like that, it was me and another guy. Like he would go back there sleep, what I would drive, and then we'd kind of flip flop. Uh -huh. That made it a lot better because you can only drive like what is it, eleven hours a day before you have to stop. It's like the rule. Yeah, it's the law or whatever. Then you have to get so many hours of sleep, and you can, you can't. There's so many hours you can work and then drive, and then it's all. I don't know. I don't know the law. I had an app that used to tell me, but uh -huh. yeah. It, I'm, I'm glad to I don't have to do that anymore yeah 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 that life's over <coughs> alright good man well we'll end this here the people will listen tomorrow during the ruck and yeah good luck <laughs> learn something about him yeah. learn something about Mr. Shannon hopefully Center. they listen yeah I, I, I appreciate so. it man thank you thank you we'll do another one yes sir you got me fired up so we'll get back into these good man thank you